Hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. It is Emmett Fox Friday, and I have online Mr. Chris Sheridan. How you doing, Chris? Doing great on this Friday. Awesome. It's a good day for Emmett Fox. Is Every great... day is a good day for Emmett Every Fox. Every day but... is a good day for Emmett Fox, indeed. But specifically, Emmett Fox Friday, it's a good day. Great day. Great day. I am your host, Jason Napolitano. Of course, uh, we are here each week on Friday with new Emmett Fox stuff. And then on Sunday, we've got our uh, our other Cosmic Eye show that we do. That's a bit longer and a little more varied uh, subject matter. Uh, every Friday, of course, we're doing uh, work from Emmett Fox's Find and Use Your Inner Power. And we uh, we take little ideas out of there and we extrapolate those and talk to you about those uh, because we, there's just some great little gems of wisdom in this book. It's a fantastic little book, little punchy ideas and uh, so you are here and you are listening, so we will get into it. Um, today, it, our title is Don't Try, Let. Oh, by the way, let me say this. Please, uh, all of you out there, and uh, I'm sending my positive uh, vibes and prayers to Chris because uh, the fires are getting pretty pretty close, so you know they can use all your spiritual support that they can out there in, uh, in California. And uh, Chris, you know, we hope you're you're safe and well out there, so... Stay strong, man. I'm watching it right out the back window right now. I'm, I'm telling you. It's, so uh, thank you for doing the show during challenging times. Hey, um, virus, wildfire. <laughs> hey. I'm, I'm telling you, we, we just keep Still rolling, rolling forward. That's what this is about, right? That's what it's the actually work... for these times. You're right. Good point. Whether troubled in the world or in the neighborhood or troubled within, that's what all the great ancient wisdom and spiritual teachings and these gems from Emmett Fox are really to help us get through and not only get through, but, you know, make come out things even better. better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So let's absolutely. do that. Let's do that. <laughs> and on that note, don't try let, I will start out and then we'll go back and forth with it. So people often say, I try to do this or I try to do that, but I fail or I tried so hard, but nothing came of it. And they become discouraged and dispirited. They wonder why things will not come right. And yet the explanation is contained within the words themselves. You should never try. You should let. Let God. When you try to do things, you are working from the outside. When you let God do them through you, you are working from the inside and success must come. If you will reread the creation chapter in the Bible, the first of Genesis, you will notice that God creates by letting. God said, let there be light. God said, let at every act of creation, and it was done. Now, God creates by means of you, if you will let him, but you must let. Remember that in all mental working, effort defeats itself. The scientific way of working is to let God manifest through you the wonderful ideas which he gives to you from time to time. Open your dictionary in imagination and scratch out the word try and write the word let against it in the margin. Someone said, let go and let God. And this is a wonderful recipe for overcoming fear or getting out of a tight place. In any case, the rule for creation is always to let. Always That's let it. That's it right there. And so, you know, it's interesting that uh, we talked a little about this before we got on um, to do the show. That saying, let go and let God, you'd almost think that was something that, you know, they came up with in the 90s or something. It doesn't seem like it's been around that long. 
Uh, but Chris and I talked about this and that's uh, something of course, that if you, you know, been in the 12 step program, you've obviously heard that. And I said, well, you know, I wonder if that came from the program. And then Chris, you made the point that of course it came from Emmett Fox and went right into the program. Right. right. So it most likely, uh, although Emmett Fox here says someone said, so it must've been around, uh, it must've been around before that, but this book was written in 1937 uh, and then the the AA big book you said came out somewhere around thirty seven thirty eight right yeah around the same time so this must have been uh, a saying that uh, was fairly new at the time uh, so Emmett Fox I imagine was one of the people that probably uh, I'm say it like popularized it in his work that's probably a good way to put it who knows popularized who the it is but yeah but definitely and, and made it useful because yeah. in speaking of the program that is something you hear a lot mm-hmm. uh, which is really but that's the that's the heart of really any spiritual, especially in the mystical sense, tradition of, of all times and all ages, mm-hmm. you know, Islam, you know, surrender my will to the will of God. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. in the very core of uh, letting, you know, Buddhism letting go. Yeah. Um, so it's, it, you know, but this actual phrase itself. Yeah. I'm sure he's a, uh, give him some credit for definitely one of the getting it popular yeah for sure so let go and let god we know that you know is a is a popular thing in the new age world today it's almost become sort of a in some ways and i don't want to i don't want to denigrate it but you know it's sort of become an empty platitude because i mean people say it and they don't really total empty they don't think about it right i mean well well, they don't actually do it or letting interestingly uh, enough is is a and we'll get into this is a very active very proactive, very deliberate thing. Mm-hmm. And it's a very, very passive non thing at the same non-doing. time. Yeah. Yeah. It's will impact this, but it's, uh, but they're not letting it work. They're not doing it. You can mm-hmm. say, Hey, let go, let God. And then, you know, five minutes later, they snatch it back. So yeah, yeah. do you see what this person did to me? What about my feelings? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's not really letting God. You don't take it back. No, it's I'll let go, but then it's a snap to return. Absolutely. And you know, it's, 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 it's a hard thing too, because I mean, we're, it's one of these paradoxical things because obviously life requires effort, you know, and we're used to trying and we're used to working and we're used to, you know, planning and we're used to using our will and all those things are, are valuable and they're necessary. Um, this is where we get into one of these kind of mysterious and paradoxical areas, though, when you're talking about the the spiritual world and you're talking about um, the manifestation of healing or create a, creation of something completely new or the reception sort of of a, of a new spiritual understanding or the answer to a prayer, things like this that are on kind of a, a different a level. Then, then our sort of workaday level, you know, where we do need to work hard and we do need to plan and be organized and do all these things and, you know, live life in a sort of um, structured way, right? Uh, but this is a different thing. And of course, it's not saying, again, it's not saying don't, don't do those things, but it's, it's more of a, an inner attitude and understanding um, towards the spiritual realm, I think. And that's where this, this let comes in. You know, you shouldn't try, you should let you should let, you should allow. I think the word allow is another good way to look at that. Allow it to unfold. You know, and you had to, why don't you talk a little bit about that, uh, that the, the word let and some of those ideas you were talking about before we got on. 
Well, even in the dictionary, uh, verb, first, uh, this is, I don't know, Webster or somebody, uh, make it possible through a specific action or lack of action for something to happen. So you're making it possible. That's that sort of allowing, but you're, you're also creating the space for it to happen. You know, a lot of spiritual practice is cleansing out. It's clearing out the cobwebs of your mind, your heart, the knife in your back. Uh, You are, you know, sacred space. You're brooming the walkway up to the monastery. You're creating this space so that something can happen. And that's a very active thing. Yeah. Which, but like a clean teacup um, or an empty bucket, uh, the value is in the empty space. That's how you can take a drink or draw from the well. That's a great point. That's a great image too. And you, you see that, that image of that, that, that cup. And, you know, there's that, there's that Buddhist story, of course, of the, you know, the Buddhist uh, teacher, a great Lama who went to, I think a Chinese King and he was introducing Buddhism to him and he wanted to know more about it. And the King and they were serving tea and the, and the, um, the, the Buddhist master was, was pouring pouring the the king uh the king's tea for him and he just kept pouring and pouring and pouring finally he says that's enough that's enough the cup is full and then the buddhist master said exactly and that's why you know that's why you're not going to understand these messages the cup was you know he was trying to say the cup is already your cup's already full so and i think well that's it in the letting god is letting god empty your cup with all your ideas on how you think how you think it should be done exactly (laughs) so you can let in something something new right so and that's you know it's a challenge because you know we spend our whole life um kind of trying and figuring things out and being consciously aware of, of everything and trying to figure out our next move and studying things and, you know, making calculated decisions and all, again, all that stuff is, is good. But then there's a time also in our lives, particularly during emergencies, particularly during catastrophes, illnesses, you know, great challenges, even, even the creation of something new or different where it requires this kind of leap into the unknown. Um, you know, let's say that, you know, the, the medical report is coming back that, you know, there's no cure for what you have and it's, you know, it's deadly, for example. And you have to really step out there with a certain amount of faith and empty your cup and say, okay, I got this medical report, but that's not going to be the end of me. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to beat this thing. You know, I, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to allow God, I'm going to let God come in and do the healing work that needs to be done. And I'm going to get out of the way of that energy coming in and manifesting and coming through me to, to heal that, say, that's just one example of it, you know, but, but you, you, you see where in those particular situations where you're almost kind of backed into a corner where you just really have to, you really have to let go and let God, I mean, and then that makes sense. It's like, okay, I just, I, I surrender. You know, you talked about that in your book when you when you called that's kind of like a mayday, isn't it? When you surrender, you just kind of you let go, right? Well, yeah, a mayday is not a spring morning. It's it's a uh it's from the French mayday, which means please help uh, or help me, mm. uh, please. Yeah. Uh well not see the play, but it's a yeah, it's a help. Uh it's a distress call for help. Uh, and there's also the fable of the drowning man. We talked about this like, every other week. It seems that if you know you're thrown overboard and you splash and flail, you know you're going to probably drown fairly quickly. Yep. 
Yeah. Uh, but if you roll over on your back and you tilt your head back and spread your arms and legs wide and move in with the surface of the water, you're going to float and relax. And it's, it's counterintuitive, but that's such yeah. a, a good image and a metaphor, you know, oh, yeah. surrender, the white flag. Uh, we're talking about the uh, recovery program of the 12 steps. Uh, surrenders, you know, you can't even <laughs> get in the door. I mean, that's kind of getting in the door is a surrender. Right. You know, yeah. waving the white flag is a prerequisite pretty much. Yeah. Because otherwise it's not going to happen. You know, you can figure out, you know, how, how the steps evolve, but, um, but without that surrender, like I give up, mm -hmm. um, I've tried and tried and tried. And that's a very empowering thing. And again, it, it kind of goes against the Western sensibility, you know, never give up, try and try again, back to the yeah. drawing board. Yeah. You know, and that's not always, you know, spiritually, that's not definitely the way to go. Now there's something about tenacity and staying on. The exactly. Path. How about, exactly. If, how about if you relentlessly let go? How about if you're, you're adamant yeah. about your surrender? Sure. How about, you know, your, yeah, your, right. You know, why not? Why not be that diligent with your spiritual practice of cleansing out and, and emptying the cup so it can be filled up with new ideas? And, yeah, and moving and, and, and new and, healings and yeah, exactly. New, new growth. You know, well, the snake has to shed her skin. And sure, you know, that's that, you know, that's creating that empty, is getting out of the shell, you know, the skin. So that's a great point. Um, you know, and you, you think about it, it's like, uh, I like this, I like this paragraph, you know, what we read this one. Now God creates by means of you, if you will let him, but you must let remember that in all mental working effort defeats itself. A scientific way of working is to let God manifest you. Uh, through you, the wonderful ideas, which he gives to you from time to time. And that's another thing when I was, I was talking about earlier, it's like, you can't force genius. You can't force inspiration. You know, you can show up, for example, at the page to write a book or, you know, show up at the computer to, to, you know, work on a business plan for, for that, that dream business of yours, or, you know, whatever you're going to do, show up at the canvas to make a painting or at the guitar to write a new song. But in a sense, though, you know, you're showing up and you're kind of practicing and you're, you know, you're messing about, but you have more of an open, it's an open, receptive attitude. If you're trying to create something, you don't go in forcing your way into creativity and like beating the muses into, you know, giving you the, the creativity that you need. It's an, it's a, an allowing or a letting that takes place. You know, you get started and you do the work, but then you're, you know, you're guided by sort of an unseen hand, as it were, you know, when you're doing that creative work. And really, this is what that's kind of talking about. And that, you know, it, it, it's applies also to making decisions and, you know, working uh, and, and trying to, to sort of um, figure out, you know, what's going to happen next and so on. It's more of this, you let go of the figuring and let go of the decision-making, you know, and you just kind of hand it over to God. And that's, that's another way of looking at letting is like taking all this information and sort of like consciously handing it over and saying, look, I put this into your hands, you know, and, and, and allow, you know, and then allow that information to, to, to come back to you and, and, and don't try to force it. You know, and do you literally, you do literally have to sort of give up and just let go of it and stop thinking about it. And some of the greatest inventions, some of the thorniest problems people have had to solve and so on have come to them in that way. They just let it go. 
and you hand it over. And then, you know, a week later, a month later, a day later, an hour later, however long it takes, a dream comes, a, a coincidence or synchronicity pops up that gives you the answer you need. You run across this passage in a book that was on your shelf. You just happen to open it up to the exact thing that, you know, was the, the, the you know, what you were, the answer that you were looking for, what, whatever. I mean, it'll come in in its own way, right? But you have to let it, you have to allow it. You have to hand it over. So that can be tough for us because we're control freaks, aren't we, in our lives? Yeah, well, we want to grasp and reach and extend and pull in. Uh, But this, you know, letting, uh, that what you're letting happen is already happening anyway. What you're doing is letting it in. You're letting it activate through you. Mm -hmm. Um, That you're not, you don't have to give it permission (laughs) to do this. You have to make clear that you're ready. It's like a harbor uh, or a boat slip or something, you know, that we have room for you or it's a vacancy at a hotel. Yeah. You you have to turn your no vacancy sign off and say, oh, yeah, there's room here. There's room here for this. Good point. I like that. You know, there's a door, there's, you know, an opening. So you're really, it's the receptacle (laughs) or something that Mm -hmm. you're cleaning and preparing and you're advertising. And and it and it is an act of, I mean, it, it's such an act of faith in a sense, but it's it's also just a very active thing, to let, you know, someone else or another force um, handle the troubles or or the challenge, even if it's mm-hmm. a very positive challenge. You know, your business is expanding faster than you can grow, and you know, there's a good challenge, um, but you know, you need some help there too. You know, mm-hmm. just letting that. Um, letting happen and it's like a decree it's you know if you build it they will come or you know like you're saying in, in this passage here you know they're saying in the bible genesis god says let there be light he didn't mm-hmm. he didn't say I, I command that there be light yeah i decree i the decree is let you know let it be yeah uh, let it become let it arise let it create yeah um, exactly you know, moses you know I command you to let my people, you know, no, let my people go. He's, you didn't just say let my, or I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. (laughs) I'm breaking them out of jail or we're getting out of here. There's like, let, let, there's a, let it happen. Let, let the force work through me. Let this God's handle my problem. It's a, it's a, it's a, it is a decree. It's a creative. That's the first thing God says, isn't it? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's but it implies Genesis, but right it implies together. something completely different than a, than a just a straight out command. It, it it there's it's it's a paradox in a sense. It's creating yeah, space yeah. for something, and then it's allowing that to come into existence, <laughs> allowing it to unfold. And so, because I, it's naturally there, and it's naturally wanting to unfold. You're just creating the environment for yourself yeah. to where it can or yeah. for the universe in case you're God and you're creating all this stuff. Uh, well, yeah. that, it was already there. God didn't create there. In, in a way, the God of this Genesis um, didn't create the light in a sense. It, was, it had to have been already there, but he let it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's a let little, the light be. That's a little different yeah. idea than you know the idea yeah. of creation ex nihilo, 
just out of nothing. It's almost like this is a creation. Emmett Fox is pointing at a different kind of creation, almost an emanationism, almost a more Gnostic way of looking at things where there's a, there's a potentiality, you know, sort of potentiality that it's preexistent that, 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 you know, everything is sort of coming, coming from there's, there's a, there's a nothingness, but the nothingness is pregnant with pure potentiality and it's very paradoxical you know it's a well, very we know mystical this from a, idea. a garden or a you know a small farm plot that if if you plow and you fertilize you know hopefully naturally and uh, you rotate your crops every year uh, before you even plant if you've tilled the soil and you know it's, there's water and everything going on life will just arise anyway. Some seed will blow in from somewhere or it's, maybe it's in the manure or who knows. Mm-hmm. Um, before you plant, stuff is going to grow just yep. because you've made it, you've made a growing field. You've made this. Yeah. There's inherent, help inherent life in it. Isn't there? Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a great point. And I think that hints at one of the mysteries of creation is that there, you know, you, you, when you th- when you think about it, the potentiality for life um, must be in chaos. It must be in nothing or no thingness. It must be a part of that. You know, that must be the sort of egg from which you know creation comes out of. You know, it, it, it's it, it's a philosophical argument. Obviously, you can make all kinds of different philosophical arguments, but I mean, this is a good working hypothesis. I think to say like. Allow, you know, believe in the fact that there's a potentiality for creation and believe in the fact that there's a potentiality beyond what my conscious mind may or may not, you know, think is possible. Let go of your limitations, let go of your hangups and fears and doubts and allow that, that God energy, that divine energy of which you are a part of to outflow into the conditions in your life. You know what I mean? And I think it's, that was it's a nicely put. Thank yeah. you. I mean, I think that was, I, I go think, back and listen to that and write that down. It's pretty <laughs> today. Yeah. So every, everyone, I, I thought you were reading it. I'm like, where's this in the, where's this you know, coming like, from? Yeah. Well, no, you know, Hey, there you go. I there let you go. it, Just, I you let, let it happen. happen. Exactly. And, and on that note, uh, <laughs> have you anything else to add? I'm going to leave on a high note. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's <laughs> ride that one out. How about let go and let God. That's our final, our final idea with this today. So uh, anyway, sending out uh, positive energy and prayers to everyone in California, you included, Chris. Um, Thank you. Stay strong. Stay safe out there. You know, we will all get through all of these crazy times and we're going to come out the other side even better than than we went into all this. And, you know, I think Chris, Chris and I were talking about this a little bit before the show. And, you know, there's a lot of stress and a lot of turmoil and we don't know this and we don't know that. And some people think, oh, everything's going to be fine when the election comes around, whatever. Believe whatever you want about all that stuff, but know that things are, you know, things are unfolding and great changes are occurring. And, you know, we can be a part of a, of a, of a movement towards a, a whole different way of, of living. And I think we're in a time where it's this pivotal time where we can make choices now that are going to affect generations to come. So let's uh, let's stay conscious and let's uh, let go and let God and we'll uh, we'll make a better world. Right, Chris? Right. All right. Awesome. And we, we will be back on Sunday. Thank you for joining us on the, on the show today. Uh, if you'd like to make a donation, we're at anchor.fm slash cosmic eye. And you can find us at cosmic eye.org or at chrissheridan.com. My book is if you can worry, you can meditate and Chris's the spirit in the sky. Uh, we'll be back on Sunday. Have a great Friday and Saturday. 
Goodbye and God bless.